there is a sense of optimism in the air this morning as the government prepared to, prepares to lift COVID restrictions. We know the three coalition leaders will meet at noon. This comes after Neffet last night gave the go-ahead to remove almost all of the COVID restrictions. And Cabinet will then meet at 3pm ahead of an address to the nation by Taoiseach Micheál Martin. In a moment, we'll get the latest from Kevin Doyle, the group head of news at Independent Newspapers. But first, our own Brian O'Connell has been on the streets of Cork this morning, hearing the reaction from people there. Good news, most restrictions are to go. What did you think? Were you happy enough with it? Oh, very happy with it. Yeah. At last, at last, at long last. It's been a long two years. It's been a very long two years. And people will be glad to get back to some form of normality. Some mask wearing, it seems, will remain, but the COVID certs are likely to be gone. Yes, so I believe. What do you think of that? I'd be very glad the masks would stay. I would, really. What are the things you look forward to doing that maybe you missed out on in the last two years? Um, I would like to be able to meet up with people on a regular basis, as I normally did, which all that was postponed. But I would like to be able to move around more and not be fearful. Hopefully people will be careful as well. I think it's good. Hopefully the country will be back to normal. And I think we've done very well so far. You'd be happy enough going in places now, not having to show your cert? Yeah, I suppose we have to at this stage, yeah. The, the professionals have done a good job. The doctors have done a good job. Uh, the government have done their best. What are the things you're looking forward to doing that you mightn't have done in the last year or two? Just seeing a bit of buzz about the place and yeah. a bit of life and activity. Because there were times, and particularly during the first lockdown, it was scary being in town where there was no one about. Everybody's down, it's brought in the country, came up a bit, you know. Shops open up, pubs open up, restaurants open up. Fantastic news. What's the thing you're looking forward to doing? To go for a late night point, to be honest. Eight o'clock, no good. You're going home there at eight o'clock and you're half drunk and, you know, if it was more time, everybody can see you going home and drunk at eight o'clock. You know what I mean? Your neighbours be watching, everybody be watching. <laughs> so, but thank God, it works out. That's all we can only hope. And you, if you're confident, feel safe enough now going in somewhere not showing your COVID cert. But I always carry me so overcooked anyway, but see, that's the bailable, you know what I mean? I think everybody just should stay. You think we should still stay? For not a while at least. Three weeks' time, four weeks' time, we know what's going to happen again. Do you feel now this is it, or do you always have that little worry to back well, your mind? It'll be there for a while yet, I think. Yeah. Like we could be wearing masks for another two or three years. So do you think government now today should let you have that lay point tonight? They should, they should. Great relief there in Cork and some caution as well. Uh, Kevin Doyle, as I said, is with us. Good morning, Kevin. Morning, Claire. So I think this NEF advice and letter went quite a bit further than most would have expected. Was there surprise at government level? Yeah, I think Neffet never fail to surprise. Um, usually it's bad news when they, when they land these things on government. But I think there was a little bit of surprise last night that it went as far as it did and has effectively given ministers carte blanche today to make up the rules um, themselves. So it's not as prescriptive as it has been in the past. It'll really, it really allows ministers kind of plot their way out of this. Um, and I think they're very happy with that, to be honest, um, because as, as my colleague Philip Ryan was writing earlier in the week, that there, we did see a lot of commentary um, from the cabinet this week around the next steps. And there was this idea that they were trying to kind of back Neffet into a corner so that they couldn't uh, stall the reopening. Um, Neffet actually went the other direction. And I suppose we were told all along, Claire, that this wouldn't end with a big bang. But this certainly feels like the closest thing to a big bang 
that could have come from Neffet. Yeah, and the question now is whether or when the government will decide to lift restrictions on hospitality in particular. You know, should people be allowed to go for a pint tonight after eight o'clock? That's a, a decision that will have to be made today. Yeah, so there, there's effectively three three prongs to this, what they're going to be looking at today. One is around the entertainment, hospitality and the kind of immediate things they can do, household gatherings. Then we can talk about schools and workplaces. And then there's the question of COVID passes. But on the first one, um, I'm told it's unlikely that you will get that late night pint tonight. Now, don't rule it out just yet. Uh, but the thinking at the minute is that if the Taoiseach is going to be on the telly at six o'clock this evening, uh, announcing all of this, um, that it would be unfair on employees, especially um, to land it out there that happening tonight. But yeah, there is I, a real I, sense. That I just the don't weekend, get. I don't get the logic behind that because the places that are able to open, the staff that are happy to work, will go ahead or would want to go ahead, and the others don't. They don't have to. They're not compelled to open late. But if the advice is that they're allowed to be open, why not just let them do it? Well, this is what they'll have to, to tease out. And let's be honest there, the real decisions are going to be made at that first meeting today, the one mm-hmm. that involves Michal Martin, Leo Varadkar and Eamon Ryan and the Cabinet will be much more of a rubber stamping exercise. At the minute, the thinking is that it would probably happen tomorrow um, and that normality would return to the pubs tomorrow. But um, as I say, it hasn't been ruled out that they might just bounce and say, go for it. What about the schools then? You mentioned the schools and we think, don't we, that mask wearing will be retained in schools. It's quite a low vaccination rate, according to what we heard on Morning Ireland, particularly amongst the 5 to 11 year olds. Only a quarter of them have registered for vaccination. 80,000 have had their first jab. Yeah, and while no one ever speaks negatively about the, the, the lower numbers that we've seen in children, I think that will play a factor here in this now. Um, there is possibility that we will see the easing up of things like mixing in schools. Obviously, it's very regulated at the minute what, what kids uh, can play together and, and where they sit in classrooms and things like that. So that might be eased up. But I think face masks are here to stay. You have to remember that the Leaving Cert, and there's been a lot of debate around that in the last few days, um, is still going ahead in its uh, more traditional format. So uh, they won't want to do anything that puts that at risk either. Um, and I think in the long term, you are going to hear more, and, and Leo Varadkar mentioned this in the doll yesterday, more about ventilation um, and how schools operate more generally. So I think that'll be a slower A slower one for the the disappearance, I suppose, of all signs of COVID restrictions. Uh, On COVID passes, Minister Oisín Smith was here earlier in the week and and he was saying that he wanted to see them uh, not being used, certainly by the end of March. They'd be used for international travel, but not for the hospitality industry. That's also on the agenda. Yeah, and I think that timeline is probably holding up to scrutiny. Um, it, It, again... Neffet seemed to have allowed the government uh, to, to pull back from that, which wasn't one that they really expected. There was an expectation that Neffet would be would be stronger on that particular issue. But the end of March is now being seen as a good date for the ending of COVID passes. They don't want to do it immediately, I suppose, for a few different reasons. One being they want people uh, to go back out and, and, and feel safe. And so if, if, if the COVID passes are there um, for vaccinated people who have them, I think they would still feel a lot of people would still feel safer knowing that everyone else in the pub or restaurant has been vaccinated. But there's also uh, the idea that there are still a lot of people who need to get their booster shot and update their pass and, and keeping them there for a few more weeks or a couple of months 
uh, would encourage the uptake of vaccines among among those people. Uh, Paul Cunningham in the RT newsroom uh, tweeting that another item that the cabinet is going to examine will be financial supports. So they say a short extension of the PUP is likely beyond the 7th of February when it was due to drop to 207 euro and they'll also be examining the COVID restriction support scheme, the CRIS scheme and the employment wage subsidy scheme. No surprise but worth taking into consideration as well that there'll be big changes here for employers and and employees. Yeah, well, this now is the plan to get back to normal. So in some ways, I think Pascal Donoghue and Michael McGrath, the two ministers in the Department of Finance, um, are probably happier than anybody today because there was an expectation. And let's be honest, if we think back to where we were over Christmas and and New Year, um, that we wouldn't be getting out of this as quickly and as soon and as uh, it seems smoothly um, as is going to happen today. So we would have expected that a lot of those schemes would have had to continue into February, into March, and who knows after that. So uh, the two financial ministers won't want a cliff edge here. I think uh, Paul is right in his extension to PUP and there'll be probably, um, in terms of the, the, the supports, we know that hospitality is not going to return to normal in 24 hours. All right, Kevin, thanks a lot. Let's go to Dr Yvonne Williams, GP at the Shannon Medical Centre. Good morning, Yvonne. We've spoken so many times over the last two years as we've gone through all of this. How do you feel this morning about the news last night? Good morning, Claire. Well, it's lovely to be speaking with a bit of positivity and some good news coming at the start of the year. So I welcome this. I suppose we welcome it cautiously, but I think it will give people a boost and it's been a tough couple of weeks for, for everybody. I'm conscious of the fact, I suppose, there are people in ICU at the moment with Omicron and, and you know, hundreds of patients in hospital um, and they have families listening or maybe listening this morning. So it's not a mild disease for everybody and we do need to proceed cautiously, but I think this is good news. We can start to move forward. Yeah, I'm just looking at a message I have here on my screen from Laura in Tipperary. While many will rejoice this evening, I'm utterly terrified at what will be announced. As an immunocompromised person, I have little or no immunity having received three vaccines because of the medication that I'm on. And Laura says she'll be reverting back into the cocoon. And that will be true for quite an amount of people today. Absolutely, it will be. And for, I suppose, every 10 people that are, are really happy, you're going to have a cohort of people who are who are nervous, who are afraid and who are anxious because they are reassured by the fact that you have to show a cert and that people, you know, have to be vaccinated um, to be eating indoors or dining indoors. I, I think they're not going to get, you know, get rid of those certs immediately. And hopefully, you know, for that lady listening, that by the time those certs are phased out, which might be March, the end of March, April, that almost everybody will either have had Omicron or will be vaccinated and boosted because it's... It's so prevalent in the community that if you haven't been vaccinated, you're you're definitely going to get it if you're mingling. And what else would you like to see retained now, the measures that you think we should keep for the next while? I think the masks are here to stay when you're in, in busy, crowded places. But I, I do have concerns about, about children. I, I know they're quite high levels at the moment in school, but they won't remain as high because, again, children who aren't vaccinated are probably going to get it and get mild disease. I think for secondary school students, it, it's going to be very hard to explain to teenagers why they can't, you know, take their masks off and, and, and mix freely and why there's still pods if you can walk past a pub and see adults sitting at a table for hours, you know, chatting and eating and drinking. So the children need to be considered for their, their emotional and psychological well-being, you know, to, to read someone's facial expression, to know, you know, what your teacher is thinking or for teachers to see how children are reacting in the class. I know from talking to teachers, it's, it's really difficult with, without the masks. A lot of schools haven't had their canteens open, so children aren't going in in the morning and, and getting breakfast or they're not able to eat hot food at lunchtime. Um, they're changing in different areas. Some schools haven't got their lockers accessible, so children are carrying really heavy bags. We're seeing kids with back pain and neck pain because of that. So those need to be taken into consideration so our children can have as normal a school life as possible after 
of what's been a really tough two years for them as well. Yvonne, Dr. Yvonne Williams, thank you very much indeed. Pat Crotty is owner of Paris, Texas Bar and Restaurant in Kilkenny and he's on the line now. Good morning, Pat. Morning, Claire. So, talking to Kevin Doyle there a few moments ago, because we're all trying to figure out when the hospitality rules will be uh, relaxed. And Kevin was saying it mightn't be today, but it could be tomorrow. Would you be ready for that? Um, I, I, I personally wouldn't, Claire, because uh, I have a, a larger operation. I have a lot of staff. It isn't a matter of bringing in one or two to to, to add four hours. Uh, or five hours to the to the roster, and the same way, it's it's a Friday. Uh, if I open up fully tonight, I'd say I won't have any food or drink to sell on Sunday. I'm not because I'm not going to get more deliveries. Yes. So it, it's it's a it's a balancing game. I know for sure if if they give us the nod, I will be ready for Monday. But I know for lots. I mean, there's so many bars that haven't had a viable proposition at all because their bar depends on the bar counter. They can be ready for today. They, they, they don't have a reason to not. And they're the ones who have suffered the most. They haven't had a viable proposition for nearly two years and, and have been largely closed. And, and uh, I, it's, a, it's a fantastic day for everyone concerned with that. Yeah. It's just a good news story all around I'm for sure, customers, for I, staff I, and suppliers. Yeah, I'm sure you're delighted. Really, yeah. It's, it's, we've had so many false dawns and even ones where we were sort of one step in the right direction and then knocked back again. So today looks like being one where we can actually really look forward with, with some degree of optimism. Some people will be very cautious still. They'll be nervous about going into a pub or a restaurant and, and going up to the bar. I mean, do you, how do you think you'll overcome that? Um, I think we will still have to be as careful as we were for, for the, like our staff, I can imagine, are going to wear masks for some time. Um, we built customer confidence by by following the rules as best we could. And we're not just going to throw the baby out with the bathwater because there is nervousness. And like I've, I've been meeting customers even in the last week who, who are smiling at me, telling me it's my first time out in two years. I mean, it's hard to imagine there are still people who, who have taken everything to heart in that to that degree. And they're going to be able to start to relax and enjoy themselves again. But I agree with you entirely, they will be careful and there will be nervousness and it isn't just a matter of just uh, throw open the, the, the doors and, and free for all. We, just, we all need to, to be, be aware that there is still a degree of fear and a degree of apprehension out there. Alright, well Pat, we wish you well over the coming days as you get back up to, you, to speed. Michael O'Donovan is the owner of the Castle Inn on South Main Street in Cork City. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Claire. How are you today? I suppose is the general overriding feeling. You know, last night the news came in uh, after nine o'clock and it was, I suppose, a bit of shock because uh, Neffet had been so, I suppose, cautious um, up to now. And then to hear the news last night, it, was, um, it wasn't expected. But, uh, but today, as it's sinking in, you know, really excited to get, to get our lives back, really, and to get our businesses back. And where do you stand on this reopening tonight, if it were to happen? Pat was saying there that he just wouldn't have the stock to cover the weekend. Would you be able to manage? Yeah, look, I suppose... Um, it would be a challenge, but look, I suppose I'm different to Pat. I'm a small pub. Um, I don't do food. I like we've seven staff, so um, within two phone calls or three phone calls today, uh, if we know that we can go, you know, we'll be ready to go tonight. Yeah, because the Vintners Federation of Ireland Chief Executive Pat Pori Cribben said, after almost two years of lockdowns, our me- members are ready to fully open from Friday. He's saying there's no need to wait any longer. I mean, you you might struggle, but you could you could probably make it. 
Yeah, look, we're we're a resilient lot. You know, like my delivery isn't until next Monday. Stock could be a challenge. But look, some of my neighbours, we work together. We've worked together for years. You know, if one pub is down a product, you know, we'd lend it to them. They'd lend it to us. You know, other pubs around us don't have deliveries until next Thursday, Friday. Uh, We'd work through that. As I said, we're we're resilient. So, like, uh, if we're given the go-ahead at 6 o'clock this evening, we'll be ready to go. Look, there's another way of looking at this. Like, you kind of have been given the go-ahead by the CMO and if the government say wait till tomorrow, do you think you'd get away with opening tonight past 8 o'clock? Would you chance it, is what I'm asking you. (laughs) Uh, probably not uh, because look the rules and regulations are still in place if that's the way it is tonight and our biggest problem is um, you know we have to renew our licence and we have to go before the courts so if we went uh, if we broke the regulations tonight and if the guardie came into me I'd be in trouble you know so if the rules are there we'll just have to follow it because yeah. uh, you know we have to show that we are able to run an orderly uh, house and we're able to follow the legislation and the rules we have to demonstrate that so you know when I go to renew my license that would be a major problem if if that was on my record you know so you wait um, a few more days if you have to if we have to we'll we'll have to do that but look uh, we're ready to go right now once we're given you know a couple of hours notice and we're 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 good to go we've we've been waiting 22 months for today so uh, you know we're we're good to go Michael, best of luck to you. Thanks very much for joining us this morning. And we'll go to Dublin now to Ian Redmond, owner of Tramline Nightclub in Dublin. Good morning, Ian. Morning, Claire. Were you expecting this to go this far? Uh, not at all, not at all. Uh, Tony's really knocked it out of the ballpark, hasn't he? He's, uh, he's, he's come up with the goods for us at last. Uh, and he's given given it over to the government. So, I, I suppose the position we're in uh, really falls down to uh, Minister McEntee. Uh, she, she's doing fantastic work on reforming licensing laws. But as a nightclub, uh, the district court doesn't isn't due to sit again until the ninth of February. Uh, yet, no, we will get a court sitting next Wednesday. But for us to open as a nightclub uh, till two thirty a.m., we need to get a special exemption order. Oh. So, if we got a very clear message from uh, Minister McEntee today. That a uh, ministerial message that uh, we were allowed to open, we'd be absolutely delighted. You know, we're, we're, we're all grown ups. We're on a strong management team. We have fantastic staff. We have a workforce that's ready, willing, and able to get back to work. So that's what I'd be calling on the government today to ask uh, for Minister McEntee to uh, come out and say, yeah, it, it, it's okay. Uh, special exemption orders are a thing of the past. They're, they're, it's an archaic uh, way of granting nightclubs uh, special exemptions or late night bar extensions and that, that is up for reform okay. at the moment. So, But this weekend then, uh, Ian, you'd be drawing a line through that, would you? Would you be in a position to open even if you got the go-ahead? Yeah, well, we can open to Fridays and Saturday nights. Uh, bars are allowed open until 12.30. So uh, we, we, we wouldn't be ready to open tonight. We'd, uh, we'd open up with a smaller capacity for tomorrow night, maybe half of our venue. Uh, and Tramline's a 950 capacity venue. We'd certainly take 500 in tomorrow night if, if we are permitted to open. Yeah. Okay, so if it went, if they said today that you can go past 8pm tomorrow, you'd be happy yeah. to go until half past midnight? 
Yeah, we'll put tickets on sale tomorrow night and we'll open at 8 o'clock on Saturday night and we'll go to 12.30 and clear of any by one. But we'd have to, uh, we have a very strong relationship with Guardia Pier Street. We just have to make sure that they were happy with that as well, that they have enough members on duty because that's the main thing about policing the late night economy, that there is enough of a guard presence. So we'd be cognizant of how they're set up. You mentioned tickets there and of course that was a measure that was introduced for nightclubs and late night venues. How's that been working out? Fantastic, you know, uh, and I think our, our customer base now, because they'd never been to nightclubs before, uh, the 18 and 19 year olds, uh, it's just what they got used to and it worked really well. Uh, and the reason it worked so well was we were able to know how many uh, customers were going to be arriving at the venue and we'd have about 10% of no shows. So if we sold 900 tickets, we had about 800 uh, turn up. So, um, uh, it, it was fantastic. So we'd look to keep that in place, you know. So if we sell all our tickets out, we know we need a full, um, uh, full uh, fleet or uh, security team and full management team on, and uh, how many bar staff we need. So it was great for uh, time and attendance planning. Okay, Ian, we wish you well in the coming days, whatever uh, happens. Thank you very much for joining us, Ian Redmond there from Tramline Nightclub. The messages coming in on this are interesting. I'm very happy about this reopening, but I won't be going into restaurants or bars unless they keep the COVID cert. Another one, why do we need another address from Micheál Martin this evening? I think we should just open up and get on with it. But this one, I'm immunocompromised. I'm in my 40s. Where does the end of restrictions leave me? Am I going to have to stay at home even more now while 98% of the population celebrate? 51551. We'll take a break. Text 51551. Today with Claire Byrne on RTE Radio 1.